Hi, I'm Mackenzie. I have autism. But this podcast isn't really about that exactly. And I'm Andrea. I'm friends with Mackenzie. What our podcast is about is conversations and connections. It's about how we are the same and how we are different. For each episode, Mackenzie and I interview a different guest. Some of our guests experience intellectual and developmental disabilities, also known as IDD, and some don't. We talk about friendship, family, adulthood, and when it comes up, disability. Our podcast is called Everybody In because we are so interested in everybody. So let's get started. Hey everyone, I'm Andrea Moore, one of your hosts for Everybody In, a podcast conceived and produced by The Wayfaring Band. And of course, as always, I have the one, the only, the fabulous Mackenzie sitting right next to me. Hello, Mackenzie. What's up? I am Mackenzie Bove Nickel. I'm Andrea's co-host for this podcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We have a great show today. Who is our guest, Mackenzie? This is Brittany. Brittany Murdoch. She is uh, such a special human being. She is. She's both of our friends um, yes. and a, a former traveler, a current traveler with the Wayfaring Band. We're going to hear more from Brittany in a moment. Um, but first, let's talk about the format a little bit. Who's taking the lead today? This time, Andrea is going to take the lead. Correct. Um, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so kind of similar to season one, for those of you who've been listening since we started the podcast, uh, when interviewing some of our guests who experience cognitive and developmental disabilities, uh, I take the lead. And I'm just going to ask Brittany a whole bucket of questions about her life. And we just really want to get to know her better. We want you to get to know her better. So I'm going to hit her with a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, Mac, you'll ask some follow-ups if you have them. Yes. And I might ask you follow-ups too. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We're just going to get into the stew of life. So that's it. Should we get started? Yes. Awesome. Sounds good. Okay. Welcome, Brittany. Hello. I'm I'm excited to be here today. Oh, good. We're so excited to have you. Thank you for making the trip over to hang out with us. You're welcome. How was the trip? It was good. No big deal? No. Okay. Um, so before we really get started with the questions, Brittany, I want to get just a sense of who you are. Uh, can you tell us your name and how old you are? Okay. And just, yeah, anything like that. Hi, uh, my name is Brittany Murdoch. Um, I'm about to be 31 years old. You're not sure. Check the birth certificate. (laughs) Girl, I swear to you, when you start getting into those 30s, that's when I lost track of my age, too. It happens. It's real. That's a real thing. Okay, so you're about to be 31. Yes. Uh, When? September 5th. Ooh, so what's your sign? Virgo. Virgo. What does that mean? Uh, mean, What are Virgos all about? They're more, like, kind of organized. Okay kind of in a sense does that feel true for you sometimes okay she's like i'm not committing to being organized i'm <laughs> not every day anyway okay right on well thanks for being here super excited that you're here um i'll just say a couple things and then we'll get into it more but so we met you originally because you are 
an artist with Access Gallery, which is a local uh, resource and program here in town based on Santa Fe Drive, right in the heart of the original art district of Denver. Um, so is that correct? You're an artist with Access? Yes. Cool. And what kind of art do you make? I make uh, accessories like bracelets and keychains and earrings. Cool. Awesome. How are sales? They're pretty good. Good. <laughs> right on. So um, that will be something that folks, you know, Access Gallery is always open on, I believe, first Friday, right, for the Art Walk. And then also third Friday. Is that right? For your yeah. specific openings? Cool. So you can check out Brittany and her peers. So I met you through Access and then you came on your first trip with the Wayfaring Band in uh, March of 2019. Yes. Awesome. Where'd you go? We went to Texas. Uh-huh. Do you remember the different parts of Texas that we went to? Um, Marfa. Marfa? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I can't really say, pronounce the other city. Okay. El Paso? Yes. Uh-huh. And do you remember the national park we went to? National Big Bend. That's it. Big Bend National Park down on the Rio Grande. So, yeah, we flew in and out of El Paso. We rented some vans. We went through Marfa, Alpine. Yeah, went out to Big Bend and kind of came on back and had an awesome little southern adventure rub it in i know mackenzie couldn't be there we were we invited you girl (laughs) what can we do this is the life of a college student though you got to make choices so anyway okay well um let's get into the questions and get to know you a little bit better and then we'll we'll get more about all this stuff okay Okay. all right so the very first question that i'm going to ask you is the same question that mackenzie and i ask all of our guests and this was Mackenzie's idea. <laughs> this is what Mackenzie is bringing to the table. Um, actually, so Mackenzie, why don't I let you ask it? What's our very first question that we ask all our guests? What is lit? What's going on in life? Um, for me, uh, just life, I guess. Just hanging out with friends and family. Mm-hmm. Cool. And what's what are the lit parts of that? So what's what are the parts that you're excited about that feel fun, that feel fresh? Um, well, for me it's like talking to one of my well, she's more like a sister than a, you know, best friend, but Okay. She um we don't really get to talk as much anywhere cuz we you know, we have our own lives to mm-hmm. to deal with, but when I get to talk to her, it's like it brings up like stuff when we used to hang out all the time and like, I don't know, just like talk like we was in high school again. Oh, yeah. And who is that? Who's that person for you? Her name is uh, Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Okay. Yes. So when you and Jocelyn get together, she's like a sister, mm-hmm. but you knew each other from like high school and before? Well, we we knew each other since kindergarten. Ooh. That's cool. That's super cool. That's rare. That's real rare. Yeah. You're nodding your head. And so what's it like when you and Jocelyn get together? What is it? Is it like, look out, everybody needs to get out of the way because you're laughing, you're being loud, or are you just quiet, hanging out? What's your style? Um, We more like joke around and just like, um, well, us two can't really take us seriously most okay. times because we both like to like laugh mm-hmm. at each other and mm-hmm. no, we have our serious talks and stuff. Uh huh. She's more bubbly. Yeah, 
in the sense that I'm more like, well, I mean, she has her attitude days, <laughs> but I'm more like quick to say something mm-hmm. if, you know, somebody says something about her or about me or whatever. Oh, you're going to jump back. Yes. Okay. Have you ever had that where you have to do that? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, well, maybe we'll put a pin in that and come back around to that question. That might be a, a part two question. That's a good one. Um. So, okay, so your relationship with Jocelyn is lit. Yeah. What else? What else is good going on right now? Any movies or music or anything you're excited about? Um, well, I'm, more, I'm excited for my birthday. Okay. Coming. It's right around the corner. Yeah. Um. We're recording this episode in late August, so I mean it's a week out. Yeah. Do you have any good plans? Uh, I, my um, boyfriend and I are going to Olive Garden. Yes, yeah. unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are dancing. I see you. <laughs> Our listeners can't see it, but there's a breadstick life dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you about that breadstick life? Yeah. Okay, so what's lit? The breadsticks at Olive Garden. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And birthdays. Right on. Okay, well, we wish you a a pre-birthday happy birthday, Brittany. My brother's birthday is September 5th, too. Oh, weird. Cool. Birthdays all around. That's it. Maybe we're going to crash that party, go to Olive Garden (laughs) with Brittany and her boyfriend. (laughs) Um, Okay, Brittany, question number two. If you could be an animal other than a human... What animal would you be and why? Um, well, it's more not animal. It's my good. It's an insect, but I, I would be a butterfly. Oh yeah. Cause um, when I was younger, I was more like shy and stuff. Now, like I became that butterfly, mm. in a sense. Mm. What do you think? What do you think allowed for that transformation to happen for you? Uh, I believe when I met when I met my um, boyfriend, kind of bought the shell. Like mm-hmm. he bought me out my shell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about him, just so that we get a sense. What's his name? His name is Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. And how did y'all meet? Um, I went to this, well, we had this friend that he had a graduation mm-hmm. at the Colorado Center for the Blind. The Colorado Center for the Blind? Yes. Okay. And, um, I went to their graduation and I saw Jeremy serve, like, the food, whatever it was. Jeremy was serving? He was serving the food, yeah. Okay. And I just kind of glanced at him. I just mm-hmm. thought he was, you know, cute. <laughs> How um, it begins. Yeah. And then after that, I uh, I believe we met again at the gallery. At the gallery, at Access Gallery? Yeah, Access. Okay. And what do you think it was about meeting Jeremy and getting to know him that brought you out of your shell? Um, He has, like, the personality that he's not afraid to say stuff. Uh-huh. And I kind of, like, well, I did admire that about him. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he wasn't afraid to say what he 
what song is mine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that can be, if that's not your style, that can be really attractive, right? Yes. To meet somebody who's not afraid to say what's on their mind. Um, so you could, do you consider yourself Brittany more like that, that it's hard for you sometimes to say what's on your mind? Um, yeah, sometimes it's kind of still hard for me to like say what I want to say, but it may not come out the right way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And when you were younger, you know, if we go back to that butterfly metaphor, you know, so before there's a butterfly, there's the chrysalis, right? The shell. Yeah. And before that, there's the caterpillar, you know, or the, um, the little, <laughs> yeah, the little crowd caterpillar, like inching along. Um, so how did you see yourself before you were the butterfly? Did you feel like you were in the shell or in the caterpillar or all of the above? Um, probably all of the above mm-hmm. because like, when I had a like a problem, my sister or my brothers would like help me solve it or whatever. But now it's like I can, you know, I still have like trouble with it a little bit, but it's more like, okay, I can do this on my own. Okay. Yeah. So you feel more empowered. Tell me if this is true, that you feel more empowered and independent without having to get help from your family now? Yeah. And so does Jeremy do the things for you that your family used to do? Or do you feel like what you're saying is that you do it and Jeremy kind of helped you see that that was possible? Um, I do it, but he saw, well, he helped me with this. So like we will practice on certain things. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get I love that about a butterfly. I think that is a really good fit for you. I definitely can can visualize that one. Um, I want how let me ask you this. How old were you when you met Jeremy? Um, Or how long ago was it? I want to say maybe it was like 2000, maybe the early 2000s. Oh, so you and Jeremy have been together a long time. How long have you lived together? Like more than a year? Yeah. More, more than, than a lot of years? More than like uh, more years. More than like five years? Yeah. Okay. So you guys have been together for a while. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So we'll dig into that more. Um, third question. Dun, dun, dun. Now this is kind of like a big category question. It's not really one question. <laughs> okay. Um and then, and then maybe Mac, we can work together too to kind of figure out different aspects of this. But I do want to talk a little bit about disability. So on our podcast, you know, we interview people with and without disabilities. And when we're interviewing people with disabilities, we're we're working with folks, or we're we're connecting with people who have intellectual and cognitive developmental disabilities, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're not really interested in all of we're not really interested in necessarily in categories but we are interested in understanding more about the realities that people are dealing with in their day-to-day life so if you're willing Brittany, i'd love to know first what is your what's your diagnosis your diagnosed disability um i have cerebral palsy i believe it's mild cerebral palsy Mm -hmm. 
And what do you know? And listen, I know you're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Mm-hmm. Mackenzie, as far as I know, <laughs> is not a doctor. <laughs> Otherwise, spill the beans. Um, so we're not, you know, I don't expect you to know about anything other than your own experience. Okay. Okay. But what does cerebral palsy mean to you? What is, what is that? How does that affect your life? Um, well, I do, you know, have limits of things that I can do, but I don't let it stop me. Okay. Um, let's hear some examples of that. Well, let's see. For example, I, you know, gone on the plane. Uh-huh. I, I did let my disability stop me. Right. You can fly. Yes. You can go places. Yeah. Your disability doesn't make it impossible for you to go places or get on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of things are like, what kind of things, are, well, is there anything that is more difficult for you? Keeping in mind that there's something that's difficult for every single person on this planet, right? We right. all have things that are difficult for us. Some of them are emotional. Some are physical. Some are mental, spiritual, right? We all have things that are difficult. What are some of the things that are difficult because of cerebral palsy for you? Well, for me, like, if someone says run, I can't really run. Okay. I can, like, just, like, you know, speed walk, kind of. Yeah. I can do that, <laughs> but I can't, like, physically run. I'm picturing you speed walking right now, <laughs> and I'm loving it. Just, like, but, 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 shift, 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 shift. <laughs> you know, like, I always picture that, like, 1980s vibe with, like, little wrist warmers and everything. Oh, and just, like, speed walk, speed walk. Okay, so running is not probably going to happen for you yeah. in, the, in the in the typical way that, that somebody else might. But you can move quickly. Yeah. Your body can move quickly for your body. Yes. Okay. Um, what other stuff does it mean for you? What did it mean for you when you were a little kid? Um, I always had friends, like, at school. But, like, in my neighborhood, I feel like they're only trying to be friends because I'm going, like, um, I guess I wouldn't, well, I guess I would say kind of left out, maybe, I guess. You felt a little left out? Yeah. Because, you know, I couldn't really, like run or like ride a bike Mm -hmm. or you know ride a scooter something Mm -hmm. and so times when the neighborhood kids were doing those activities you could feel left out yeah when did you not feel left out when did you did you ever feel like just like every other kid um well one day i just i think one day i just went out and just you know stood out on the porch Mm -hmm. and just okay i'm gonna go you know, make friends. Mm-hmm. So I, I did. Mm-hmm. On the block? Yeah. And where, what part of town did you grow up in? Did you grow up in here in Denver? Yes. Okay. Um. So what was your neighborhood like? Were there other kids around? Was it like city, houses, apartments? It was houses. Houses. Yeah. Okay. So were kids going up and down the street and playing mm-hmm. together and things like that? Yeah. And so one day you just went out there and you were like, I'm playing with these kids. Yeah. <laughs> Mac, what about you? What was that like for you when you were little? Did you feel like you could connect with other kids? Um, I was the opposite. Um, I didn't want to uh, hang out with anybody. <laughs> I would no? Just be in the corner. Yeah. How come? Um, For me, it's because I didn't know how to, like, socialize, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. It it felt like it was hard to socialize. Yeah, so I would just 
stay home, I guess. I didn't really go out. What do you think about that, Brittany? Did you ever feel that way? Um, I, you know, I was kind of like in the middle. I had friends, but then I had also where you feel like alone mm-hmm. and you don't have like truly a person like you that has a disability to help, you know, become friends with. So you didn't know anybody else who had a disability? Well, besides Jocelyn. Jocelyn, okay. It wasn't, it wasn't like something that she can relate on, though. Because her disability is different. Yeah. Okay. Like a physical disability. Right. So in a sense, I did feel alone. Because, I mean, there was like, quote, normal kids, but out there. But, I mean, I wasn't, you know, the one to go run after them because Mm -hmm. I couldn't. Did you ever feel mad when you were a kid about people treating you differently? Did you ever feel like, yeah, okay, I can't run, but like, screw you. Like, I, you know, did you ever feel a feeling of like, hey, I want in? Mm. Like when I grew when I was in high school, yeah. But like when I, when I was younger, no. Tell me about high school. High school, well. Yeah, let's get into it. Come on. I got to see a little face going on. There's a little face like, ooh, high school. Did you hate it? Was it hard? Did you love it? Let's see. It kind of, I was kind of between kind of like trying to figure out who I am. Yeah. Just because of like, I feel like I was like the only like person that I felt like that had only had that disability, but it's kind of hard to try to fit in and then, you know, find friends. I had friends, so-called friends, but, like, the only truly friend I had was Jocelyn. We went to high school together, too. And so you two were together, but you're saying it was hard for you to feel connected to other folks? Yeah. And so the other people that you were in class with, did they have disabilities too or no? No. Okay, so you were going to classes with a bunch of kids with all different experiences? Mm-hmm. Um, but then because of that, did you feel different? Yeah, it was hard to, like, connect mm-hmm. with them. Hmm. I guess my question is, has it gotten any easier? Or does you still feel, like, I know I heard you say basically that you still feel connected to Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. You still feel connected to Jeremy, your yeah. boyfriend. Has it gotten any is easier? Big picture. Mm-hmm. Is it still hard to connect? Um, I feel like it's kind of harder to connect as like we become adult. Mm-hmm. More adults don't really. I mean, they see you as like a person, but they don't really get to know you. You know what I mean? Tell me more about that. Because I think I do know what you mean. But I, I kind of want to hear what else you think about that. Like, okay. They you know you walk or whatever when you are down the street. Like, walking down the street or you're just, you know, minding your own business or something. They kind of just, like, stare at you. But they don't come up and ask you hmm. what's wrong. Well, not what's wrong, but, like, I don't know how to put it. Mackenzie's nodding. Mackenzie, what do you think about what Brittany's saying? Um, I'm guessing, um, or kind of relating to they kind of talk down to you, 
or they just look at you and then they kind of judge you by staring at you, but they're not really saying anything. Is it kind of like that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Mackenzie, do you feel like you've encountered that as well? I mean, yes. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really care what people think because I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So where are these people, though? I mean, what are we talking about? At the grocery store checkout? I mean, like at the bus stop? Yeah, like where? Bus stops, um, grocery stores, school. Um, I feel like it's actually better in college because everybody's just focusing on their studies. Uh-huh. And they have their little posses, so I don't feel judged there. But, like, in the grocery store or bus or restaurants. And what do you feel like, I mean, for both of you, what what are people picking up on? Or, or do you feel, Brittany, like people are looking at you and they're seeing, like, the way you walk, for example, or something like that, and they're they're staring at you because they think you're different or, like, you don't belong? Or what are they, What what vibe are you getting from these strangers? Um, I get like they stare, but they don't wanna like come up to me and ask or or they or I see as them kind of just like oh she's different, but I don't wanna you know bother her or anything. That's like it. And how does it make you feel when people are like that? Um, it used to bother me, but now I'm just like okay, whatever. So it still doesn't make you feel good. It's more just like you've learned how to blow it off. Yeah. So what? Let's ask. Let me ask this because I think a lot of people who maybe, I think some people might be wondering, but am I allowed to talk to you if I don't know you? Am I allowed to ask you why you walk the way you walk? Like, how? I mean, do you want people to ask you about the way you walk, or does that feel weird too? I mean, it doesn't bother me. If you just wanted to know, you could just come up and ask. Okay. What do you think, Mackenzie? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not I sure. Mean, no, because I don't have that situation. Right. Um. What would you do, Mackenzie? Though, if somebody, a stranger, came up to you and asked you about something about your life. <laughs> Probably was none of your business. <laughs> I mean, that, that's fair, um, right? It doesn't have to be their business. I mean, I feel like if I have Mickey, yeah, they come up and ask. But your service dog, yeah. Mickey? Okay. But um, usually they just look at Mickey, so I don't have to deal with them. <laughs> so, so and that, how does that make you feel? I mean, that makes me feel fine because I don't like you don't want to deal with them. No, or I just don't really want to engage sometimes too i'm kind of curious though about this idea of like it's none of your business like i I guess that's an option too right like Brittany. so there's so someone's staring at you and you can feel that they're looking at you and they're like you're different Mm -hmm. right and they say nothing and so i heard you say that that feels i mean rude weird it's awkward awkward okay and then i also heard you say it it would be fine if they wanted to just come up and say hi, you know, like say hello and ask you about why you're different. Yeah. That that wouldn't bother you, although it might bother some people. So we have to keep in mind that we can only yeah. speak for ourselves, right? It, it might bother some people a lot. Um, but also, there's this question of like, 
what do they need to know? Like, why do they need to know about your life? Right. Mm -hmm. So what would be another way that somebody could engage with you that might not have anything to do with the way you walk? Like how else could a stranger say, I mean, connect with you? Like, Oh, hi. How's your day going? (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, what's funny. It's like, sometimes I feel like people think it's so much harder than that. Mm-hmm. But you're, I mean, you're saying that like somebody could say, come up to you and just say, hi, how's your day going? Does that, I mean. Maybe, I don't know. Why not? I, I mean, I think so. I think that could be a good solution. I think that could be a great option. And no, I obviously like some of us are shy or whatever. Like maybe some people are like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like yeah. Mackenzie, would you do that? Um, you wouldn't go say um, hi to a stranger or just ask them how their day is going no. you're like you're like getting uncomfortable just thinking about doing it yeah. she's like falling apart i can see her she's getting hot she's oh starting to get uncomfortable no. okay so you're not going up to anybody and asking them how their day was i mean at the grocery store because they talk to you for first so i'm more like a follower okay um, so like you mean like the person checking you out yeah All and right. if they say something i'll say it back but if they don't if it's just like awkward silence I just, I can't handle it, so I just hurry up and go. <laughs> what do you think, Brittany? Well, I mean, I have my days. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to get in and get out. Okay. But I normally get stopped by strange men mm. that just, like, stares at me up and down. I I feel like saying, what well, you're looking at, but it's like I don't want to cause anything, but it was a story either. Well, well. I'm like, you could say that too. Just like somebody could say to you, hey, what's up? Like, why do you walk the way you walk? Or even, hey, how's your day? You could totally, if a strange man is looking you up and down, what do you think would happen if you said, what are you looking at? I don't know. You look nervous. <laughs> um, I don't know. They might start asking more questions or just keep staring or something. Hmm. I don't know. Does that happen a lot? occasionally occasionally yeah and when you say strange men what's the vibe on that like what do you feel like it's about like when they're is it sexual when they're looking you up and down does it feel like unsafe it can be sometimes or you know they give the stare they kind of wonder why you by yourself okay or something like that Hmm. i really don't know it's interesting because, like, this is something I think all people deal with, right? I don't think this is about disability. I think a part of this is about maybe being a woman alone, like you said, being by yourself. Mm-hmm. I think there might, there might be some gender stuff there. It might just be being an adult out in the world with other adults out in the world all freaking out about being awkward, you know? <laughs> and, like, I think there are a lot of people who can relate to being like, I don't want to talk to anyone I don't know. Whereas like me, I'm like, you know, I'm the opposite. I mean, I talk to literally everybody all the time. And if I sense that someone feels awkward, I will completely come to their rescue and just be like, oh, hey, you know, like I will try and make people more comfortable. Um, And I also don't mind if they think I'm a freak. I'm just like, whatever. (laughs) Um, But I like I like more more along the lines of like just trying to like look somebody in the eye and connect with them or say hi or, you know, just notice people if I feel like they might be isolated just to say hi i think it's pretty simple just say hi i'm like people are all afraid to talk about the weather like oh it's such small talk and i'm like who cares get into small talk mm-hmm. like we're not close friends with everyone mm-hmm. small talk is, can be our friend and there's nothing talk- wrong with talking about the weather 
you know, mm-hmm. if you just want to connect with another human being and let them know that they exist and that you know that. So I don't know. That's my vibe on it. But um, what do you think, Brittany, in terms of disability, do you have a message for people around how you want to be treated? Um, I would say probably fairly. I mean, I'm a human just like everybody else. I mean, yeah, I may like walk different or maybe even look different, mm-hmm. which is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just who I am. Thanks so much. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back in a little bit. Bye. The Wayfaring Band is an adventure where everybody belongs. But we're not a rock and roll band, are we, Mackenzie? No. So what type of band are we? We are a band of travelers. A band of travelers, right. So the Wayfaring Band creates original, transformative adventures for adults with and without intellectual and developmental disabilities. But who can travel with the band? Everybody. Oh, that's right. Everybody can. Well, as long as they're a grown-up, right? I mean, our programs are for adults. Sorry, kids. Yeah, sorry, kids. But if you're an adult, everybody, you too can travel with the Wayfaring Band. Adults with developmental disabilities, caregivers, students, teachers, professionals, activists, interested community members, all of you are welcome to join us on tour and experience our culture of inclusion firsthand. Be a part of it. How can they learn more, Mackenzie? Learn more at www.thewayfaringband.com. Let's go. Welcome back from the break, everyone. Thanks for sticking with us. We are here with our guest, Brittany Murdoch, our beautiful friend, the butterfly. Hi. <laughs> thanks for being here, Brittany. Thank you. And thanks, listeners, for staying with us. Um, okay, so we've been having a great conversation about a whole lot of different things. Talked about what's lit, that you see yourself as a butterfly who has mm-hmm. come into being uh, partly with the help of your partner, uh, Jeremy. And then we've also talked a little bit about disability and how it feels in your life, uh, both when you were a little kid and also as an adult. Um, I want to kind of move now into talking more about adulthood and about your lived experience as an adult uh, with a disability. I want to talk about love, relationships, um, and then housing, transportation, some some stuff like that. Get a more of a picture of what your day-to-day life is like. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. So we talked a little bit about Jeremy, your lover, your lover boy. You said you've been with him a long time, years. Yeah. Maybe 10 years? Not so. somewhere in that somewhere, ballpark. Like, yeah. do you think you might have met him when you were like 21 or 20? I think he started when he was, I believe he was 19 and I was 18, I think. Oh my God. Young love for reals. Yeah. Okay. Now, you said you met at the Colorado School for the Blind. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And tell us a little bit about Jeremy, if you're willing, and like, and why it is that you met at the Colorado School for the Blind. Um, he's blind and he also has several palsy on his left side. On his left side? Yeah. Okay. And so for people who don't know a lot about cerebral palsy, can you explain, like, what does that mean that it's on his left side? Do you know about how it affects bodies? 
Um, I believe for him, he I think believe he lost the, um oxygen to his brain. Uh huh. When he was a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just affected his left side. If, yeah, it affected his left side, and he also lost his sight that way and he also lost his sight from yeah. the same thing about being a baby okay so he lost his sight when he was a baby and so he has lived as a blind person for his life yeah yeah and so for you when you talk about your cerebral palsy it is on both sides or it's different than jeremy's yeah well it's mostly my legs mostly your legs yeah. okay okay and that's what something is interesting like a lot of folks don't understand cerebral palsy is a very large category right it affects everybody really differently some folks are impacted strictly physically some cognitively developmentally um some both some part of their body some more of their body right i mean it can be really 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 different so when you've met somebody with cp you've met one person with cp right that's it (laughs) it's like it's not there are no experts around that okay so but that's also part of Jeremy's experience. And I don't want you to speak for him necessarily, but I just want to get a better sense of um, kind of your relationship. So Jeremy is also experiencing CP and also is a blind person. Um, and you two are about the same age. Sounds like about a year apart. Oh, he's nine months older than I am. Just a teeny baby version yeah. older than you. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, and y'all live together. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? So it's been a while that you've lived together, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What kind of apartment? What's it like? It's a one-bedroom apartment. Okay. And Lodo. All right. And it can be difficult sometimes. Tell us more. Um, Since he can't really, like, see at all, I have sometimes, if his computer messes up, I have to like read the screen to him. Okay. When it's mail. Um, like when he gets mail in the mail. Yeah. Right. Because it's written down and not necessarily coming with Braille on the envelope. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he needs help reading his mail because you're going to be able to see who like who it is and what's going on. Yes. What the letter says. Yeah. Okay. And you said his computer. So I assume he has some accessibility uh devices and things that that allow him to engage with the internet and that read his computer yeah so and that's something that folks can google um we won't ask Brittany to be an expert on it but like you can google it there are all kinds of really cool apps and devices and different um screen quote readers and things like that 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 folks who need access might use and that it will what how does it work on it what does it read it to him um basically screen reads the screen okay but it doesn't always work, is what you're yeah. saying. Okay. <laughs> so when it doesn't work, then you read it and help him out. Yes. How does he help you out? Because you talked about him really being the guy who got you out of the chrysalis. <laughs> um, so it sounds like it's mutual. So tell us a little bit about how you help each other. Well, I don't always know stuff about, like, you know, computers or whatever. He's mm-hmm. really good at, you know. Technology. Yeah, technology. Okay. He helps me in that sense. Phones, stuff yeah, like that. Phones and okay. computers. Cool. Um, 
And then also sometimes, I don't know, at least for me, not all help is so practical. Sometimes it's just like companionship, right? That like not every person I care about is helping me do actual things. Sometimes it's just like we're hanging out. Like my friends love me. They care about me. That helps me. Mm -hmm. Um, Mac, I see you nodding. Yes. And now looking at me. (laughs) Does that feel true to you, though, in terms of like when we talk about mutual aid and like helping each other? I mean, because sometimes we don't, I don't know, you don't need a lot of help with practical things. No. But what do you need? What do I need help with? Yeah, or what do you need? Uh, What do you need in general, even if it's not help? Like, just what do you need? Reminders. Reminders. Yeah. Okay, do you need reminders, Brittany? Um, Yeah. Or do do. you give reminders? Are you the one who does the reminding? Um, We're, let's both. Okay. He reminds me, I remind him. Nice. Also, we you know we like to cook together sometimes. What kind of stuff do you cook? Like this basic stuff: chicken, macaroni, cheese, spaghetti. Nice. Okay. Yep. <laughs> good. Good. Stuff What's like your favorite food? My favorite food. Um, I would have to say pasta. Okay, that's the one you make yourself. Mm, yeah. Or you mean like Olive Garden, like when you're going out? <laughs> um, I guess when I'm going out, Olive Garden, but like I, um, we have made this like, uh, I what it's called, but it was, I think it was like a shrimp pasta. Mm. So we made it from scratch. Mmm, yum. It turned out pretty good dinner at britney's i know okay <laughs> thanks for the invite britney mac and i'll be right over uh, jeremy um, fire up the stove um great okay so you guys are cooking you're you're living together you're sharing a little one bed in a one bedroom apartment sorry cue music um kidding but uh and then tell me about let's talk about work like how are you where's your money coming from how do you get money do you work for money or do you get money another way? Well, I get money uh, from the gallery. From the gallery, access yeah. gallery. Okay. And is that only when you sell your work or do you get money regularly? I get money when I sell like extra like events that I go to. Uh, right. So if you have an opening... Yeah. Then you make commissions on your work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's one way you make money. How else? Um, Do you get Social Security, disability? Oh, yes. I get Social Security Uh huh. every month. So you get the same amount of money every month? Yeah. And then for those, for that money, do you is that what you use to pay for rent? and? Yeah, pay rent, phone, bill, internet. So you're, do you have a fixed same amount of money comes in every month, same amount of money goes out? Do you have a budget? Um, I get the same amount every month. Okay. But it's kind of hard to kind of budget certain uh-huh. things because you never know. You may have emergency come up. Yeah. But you may not have the funds or sometimes you may be, you may overdraw. Yeah. Which is tough, but, you know, it's life. Do you have somebody who kind of helps you with your money or do you do that by yourself? I do it by myself. Okay. And how's it going? You feel like you got the skills or does it get hard sometimes? Um, I know. I can learn a little bit too, the budget a lot more. 
uh-huh. things. But and are you and Jeremy able to save money, or do you get in trouble if you have too much money in your account? Like, do you lose your benefits? Well, that's a, I believe there's a certain amount you're allowed to save. I'm not exactly sure how much it is, but. Because are you living mostly like month to month? Yeah. It's okay. Month. So you're not you're not worried about having too much money. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, but do you and Jeremy work together on that? You both have a similar situation with the money coming in and going out? Yeah. Okay. Do you have one bank account or two? We have our own. You each have your own. We kind of just split the, we split the bills in the middle. Okay. Cool. Right on. All right, I'm gonna ask you another question. Yeah, I want to know, Brittany, what do you think is your special gift? Um, well, for me, it would have to be I taught myself how to, you know, make jewelry. Uh huh. Making the jewelry. Yeah. And tell us why. Why does that feel like a special gift? What does that give you, being able to make the jewelry and the accessories? Uh, because it's coming from me, I can like and made it myself. Mm-hmm. Instead of just going, you know, to somebody that could just you should just go to the store and buy their own stuff, I guess, mm-hmm. or somebody else's stuff from like the mall or whatever. Yeah, the mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yours is kind of personalized and feels yeah. special. And what about your personality? What is something about your personality that you feel like is special about you? Like, for example, if you think about some people in the world, their gift is their confidence or other people, it's that they're excellent listeners or they're great at caring about people or, um, you know, we all have different types of personalities. Right. What do you think is something that comes easily to you that you know other people like about you? Probably my smile. I mean, I, I agree. I agree. And why why do people like your smile? I'm not sure. <laughs> what does it mean? I mean, what does it represent for you? Because that's like an outside thing. That's on the outside of you. Mm-hmm. What do you think it means for the inside of you? What kind of a person are you? Um, I'm more like a kind person. Are you? Like, yeah. Caring. I would agree with that. Mackenzie's nodding as well. It's good because if imagine if you say you're a kind person and then everybody's like, no, (laughs) 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 no, we don't feel that way about you, Brittany. Um, I agree. I think, um, Mackenzie, yeah, what is it? I mean, I feel like I could just be chill with you. I don't have to be uptight. Yeah, I agree. And your voice is one of those voices that like. I feel Calms like I could you? listen. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I could listen to like Brittany reads children's books. You know what I mean? Like I'd be like, I would love recordings of you mm-hmm. just like calmly reading and be like, here, nephew, listen to this. <laughs> this is my friend Brittany reading a children's book. Um, yeah, I do. I agree. I feel like you have um, a depth, a kindness, a warmth. Um, I mean, it makes you an awesome friend. Thanks. Yeah. I just so was thrilled to get to know you earlier this year when we traveled together. I felt so lucky. Um, and I also think, you know, you, you didn't show it too much, but you got a little bit of some funny humor. You got like a little bit of an edge. She's pretty funny. She's pretty funny. I used to go 
with the actress gallery too. Uh huh. So you and Brittany, Brittany go back, hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Maybe it's time for a little, little reconnect sesh. I guess it's time for us to say, Brittany, do you have any questions for us, either for myself or for Mackenzie? Um, what up? Oh, no, she dude. brought pulling a list. She's phone. pulling out the phone. She, she brought a list. You know, it's pulling fun. out that phone. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I have a question for you, Andrew. Okay. Why did you guys do like specifically do disabled adults? I think that's a good question. You mean instead of just doing like a travel like company kids, for yeah. anybody or mm-hmm. or kids or whatever? Yeah. Um, to me, the community of people with cognitive and developmental disabilities. Oh, I'm getting a little emotional, Brittany. <laughs> Good job, Brittany. Good job. I'm starting to get emotional. Well, like, it just, um, I've never felt so included in my life. Is where I feel welcome. Yeah. Is where I belong. And so, honestly, it's like, we did it here because I think all of us feel that way. Like, Pavel and Chris and Jane, when we started the Wayfaring Beyond, and then all the other people who are involved, I bet you would say the exact same thing. I bet you everybody in the band would say the same thing. Is it's where we all feel like we we belong. It's not about helping; it's about belonging. Right. Um, and I think some of the bullshit that exists in like day to day life, um, falls away when we get into a neurodiverse community. Um, I like, I like being in neurodiverse community. I also, for me, have one of those brains that's like an engine. It's always churning. It's like running and grinding all the time Mm -hmm. and it's exhausting. And one of the things that I like the most about working with our community of friends is that it helps me open up my heart. My heart needs help opening. My brain is open. It is working Mm -hmm. all the time. It needs, it needs time to chill actually. But, um, that's why. I think that's why we, we did that is because we, we feel like we belong here too. And we wanted to hang out with our friends. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the question. You're welcome. Anything else? Well, I have one question for McKinsey. Okay, hit it. Let's hear it. Yeah, <laughs> Mac, you're in the hot seat now. Okay. My question is, um, why did you want to join the Special, the special Olympics? Oh, why? Yeah. Um, you guys already talk about this. When? Me and Brittany? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, you mean like, so, why did Mac want to start Special Olympics way back when she first started doing yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. So like, because how long have you been involved with Special Olympics, Mackenzie? Um, I feel like I, so I started back in middle school. Um, that was a oh, while. Um, I feel like I was uh, 13 years, I think. Um. I was with I'm with Special Olympics. Um and why? Um, back in like ever since I was little I always wanted to be like active and mm-hmm. doing sports and all of that stuff, but I could not get the technique down because my right. brain didn't work like that. Um and then one one year in middle school, um they had like a unified expo thing. It was about basketball. And I just, I could just be myself. I didn't have to look like someone someone on, like, a regular basketball team. I didn't have to, you know, try to 
learn how they learned. Um, yeah. So I guess um, ever since then, Special Olympics has been a really big part of my life, um, showing me that I can do whatever I want and I don't have to show. I have to. I don't have to act a certain way. I can just right. be myself. That's the theme, I think, about, I, I don't know, like both of our answers, I think, have in common this idea of like just being who we are. Yeah. Right? Like that all of us, I think, are just looking for an opportunity to be who we are, doing what we want, what no we're interested judgment. in, without judgment. I yeah. think that's what we all want, you know? I think I think there are a lot of adults out there who don't have that and, uh, and wish they could find it. Mm-hmm. So they should come to right. our community yeah. <laughs> come on over <laughs> right. i mean i might judge a little bit but not that much oh <laughs> shade. a little bit of shade um thanks Brittany. great questions thank you all right did we do it we did it we did it Brittany. thank you so much for being a guest on our show we are so grateful that you were able to to come on over we love you to pieces thank you thank you thank you um let's hang out Let's shrimp scampi at Brittany's house. Hey, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Awesome. We appreciate you, you. And we'll catch you next time. Hey. Everybody In is sound engineered by Karen Hibner with original music by The Dosage. It is produced by The Wayfaring Band, a Denver-based 501c3 nonprofit specializing in life skills and leadership training through travel for adults with and without disabilities. Be sure to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Later, alligator. <laughs>